The Book of Samson by David Main Narrated by Simon Vance Copyright 2006 by David Main This unabridged audiobook is published by arrangement with David Main and St. Martin's Press and was produced in the year 2006 by Tantor Media Incorporated, which holds the copyright there too. Introduction This is the story of my life, and it's not a happy one. If you wish to read about me, you're welcome to, but if you're looking for something to give you hope and joy, comfort and inspiration, then you had best leave off here straight away and go find something else. My life has an abundance of frustration and pain, plus a fair bit of sex, and lots of killing and broken bones, but it's got precious little hope and joy, comfort and inspiration. It's got some women in it, too, plus a wife. Delilah is the one you may have heard of, and a rare piece of work she was. You may think you know the story, but believe me, there's more. It's an interesting question why anyone would seek hope and joy, comfort and inspiration in a story in the first place. Something to think about. Maybe because there's precious little of it in life, so we gather up as much as we can find and put it in our stories where we know where it is and it can't get out. But this story, as I say, isn't like that. It starts and ends with me here in chains, and in between, if anything, it gets worse. Betrayal, adultery, and murder all figure in words writ large as if in fire against the nighttime sky. With a story not even done yet, it might get more hopeless still before my days in this world are over. In fact, I'm sure it will. To give an idea of the killing, I once left a wedding feast to go kill thirty men and then went back to the wedding, which flowed on like wine unabated. This in response to a riddle and a wager. So you see, I'm not joking when I say that murder is writ large in my life in words like fire against the nighttime sky. The thirty men's coats I removed from their stiffening bodies and then distributed to the wedding guests. Though normally prohibited from handling the bodies of the dead, I was under some duress, and consoled myself with thinking that they were so freshly killed that they were, in fact, not completely done with living as yet. Thus do we strike little bargains with ourselves, and chip away at our integrity in the process. The wedding where this took place was my own. Perhaps it conveys some idea of the nature of my in-laws, that they took these new garments willingly enough and wore them happily afterward, notwithstanding the rips, bloodstains, and other marks of wear. I said this story begins in chains, and so it does, for I am in chains as I speak. They are iron and heavy, and each link is the size of my hand and the thickness of my wrist. Mighty they are, and in my prime they would have not held me but I'm no longer in my prime, as you might have guessed. The place of my enshacklement is a temple, wondrously large, which I've seen little of besides this sumptuous entertainment hall and the cells underground. In part, this is because of the starry state of my eyesight, which is failing by the day, but I've seen enough to know that this hall alone is bigger than some villages I've walked through. At one end of it is a little platform like an altar or a stage, and upon this platform I stand. Towering columns ring this hall, the largest being a pair at the far end and a second mighty pair behind me at the rear of the altar. So, too, 
is the looming statue of Dagon, the Philistines' so-called god, which I will speak more of later. In the middle of the hall, an enormous bonfire roars at all hours in a pit. I stand strung up at the edge of the altar, with my arms spread in a T-shape. My legs are free to wander, but alas, there's nowhere for them to go. I spend my day shifting from one foot to the other, trying to relieve the ache, and for the most part, failing. Chains stretch from the shackles on my wrists to bolts driven into the columns, maybe forty cubits in each direction. The bolts are as thick as a man, and the columns couldn't be encircled even by ten men with their arms spread wide, and even these aren't as momentous as the columns at each end of the hall. Truly the palace is built on a scale beyond the understanding of simple men such as myself. I would say it is the work of the gods, but that would be a blasphemy most foul, as there is only one true god, and I know that well. The difference between my people and the Philistines that surround me is that our God is the Lord of Abraham and Moses and Joshua, while the gods of the heretics are made of wood and they burn, or stone and they sink, or animal parts and they moulder away over time. They are dull, lifeless, inanimate things. Dagon is the god of this temple, and an imaginary creature nothing more. Half man, half fish, and pure nonsense, as even a child could tell you. But what can you expect from people who came swarming in their multitudes to Canaan in boats from across the sea? At times the Philistines even worship the works of the one true God as being gods themselves, so they pray to the thunder, or the sun, or various animals, and engage in many other laughable superstitious practices. I say laughable but admit I'm not laughing now. This I will attest, that at the moment they have the upper hand, but one day the Lord will give me back my hands to hold over them, as he has done so many times before. And when he does so, those hands will not be empty, but will contain a mighty sword or awesome club or at least a very heavy stone with which to smite them. And so I shall, and they will break into small pieces and die." they will die. And I will laugh and dance, as will my people. They will sing songs in praise of my deeds and tell stories. Those are stories which will have in them no dearth of hope and joy, comfort and inspiration. Mark me well. I fear I am rambling and not sticking to the point. I ask you to forgive me, as this is a fault I'm prone to, which you'll see for yourself readily enough if you choose to attend my story for any length of time. The best thing for me to do now is start at the beginning, for it is a story unlike any you have heard, I have no doubt.